Hey, this is Carmen Tyler from the Carmen Cast. And I wanted to talk to all the podcasters out there who are going to be attending the Podcast Expo in the next couple of weeks in Ontario, California. Kind of coming up quickly. But I wanted to invite everyone to a worship service that we're going to have on Sunday morning, September 30th. It's going to be at 8 o'clock in the morning in Ballroom A. I think it's going to be an awesome time with the Lord, and I'm going to be there, and I'm going to help lead some praise and worship, and then we're going to have a really awesome sermon by Jimmy Bratcher. So I would love to see everyone come, and just we can all get together and praise the Lord, and I'm really excited about what God's going to do at this service. Life Spring number 148, No More Eeyore. <laughs> Hello. We are going to get really quick into the show today. So hang on. Only thing I'm going to do, the only thing I'm going to do at the top of the show is stumble over my tongue and then say that you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or you can phone me on the toll-free listener comment line at 877-433-9091. And I'm going to remind you that it, at the end of the show, I'm going to talk about giving away that computer. You've got gr- a great chance to win, a great chance to win. So hang on for that. But without further ado, let's bring this music down and I'm going to say, what is your calling? What were you made to do? What is your purpose? There seems to be a lot of books on the subject, and that tells me that a lot of people are searching for the answer to that question, what is your calling? I'm going to take a leap right now, okay? Are you willing to go with me? Antidepressant drugs are selling like candy. People are unhappy. They're depressed. You know, I found a list online of the most popular antidepressants. There were, check this, 24 names on that list. And those are just the most popular antidepressants. 24 of them. I've got several people in my own life. I'm even related to some people that are taking antidepressants. Good grief. What did we do before these drugs existed? Now listen, I am not one who is against drugs when they are truly medically needed. So don't you don't need to send me email beating me up over what I'm saying here. I'm just I'm not against drugs when medically called for, okay? I think they are a godsend. They can be good. But I think that in our culture today, too often we want the quick fix, the instant answer. It's easier to pop a pill than it is to get to the cause. Now again, I'm not a doctor, but in my opinion, the reason so many people are feeling depressed is because we are too centered on our own problems. We're spending so much time examining our own navels that there's no way that we can effectively do what God has called each of us to do, no matter what that calling happens to be. John Wesley, an 18th century English theologian and leader of the early Methodist movement, said this, Do all the good you can, by all the means you can, in all the ways you can, in all the places you can, at all the times you can, to all the people you can, as long as you ever can. I like that a lot. It's a good way to live your life, busy and focusing on others. Jesus said it this way in Matthew 20, 28, For even I, the Son of Man, came here not to be served, but to serve others and to give my life as a ransom for many. 
Jesus lived his life serving others. He said that the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart and your mind and your soul. And then he said, he followed that right up. He didn't even pause to take a breath. And the second greatest commandment is to love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, don't focus on your needs. Look for ways to contribute to others' welfare. Philippians 2, chapters 3 through 7 says, Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourself. Don't think only about your own affairs, but be interested in others too and what they are doing. Your attitude should be the same that Christ Jesus had. I'm still reading. Though he was God, he did not demand and cling to his rights as God. He made himself nothing. He took the humble position of a slave and appeared in human form. If anybody on the planet had the right to say, hey, you look at me, you serve me, you do what I want to do, it was Jesus. But he didn't. He came to serve others. He was constantly looking for ways to serve others. Listen, I'm convinced that this is an effective, drug-free way to combat depression. When you are truly serving others, your mind is primarily centered somewhere besides your own problems. It has to be. Also, when you see that your efforts are improving someone else's life, man, there's a lot of reward in that. And that helps your own self-esteem. That, that helps lift you out of depression. Best of all, we were created to be a part of the human family. Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians, talked about how believers are a part of one body, the body of Christ. How we all need each other. And we all have a role to play. Each of us has a calling, in other words. When we fulfill that calling, the entire body benefits. And being a part of the body, you benefit as well. So you say, Steve, what's my calling? Well, in a general sense, if you are a believer in Jesus, we are all called to share the good news of the gospel with a lost and dying world. Jesus, the last thing he said to his disciples before he ascended into heaven after his resurrection, he says, I have been given, this is in Matthew 28, by the way, I have been given complete authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I've given you. And be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. I believe that each of us is called to share this message. When he said, go and make disciples, he didn't mean necessarily to go somewhere else. He meant, as you are going about your daily lives, do this. He wasn't calling everyone to be a foreign missionary, but he was calling each of us to be conduits of God's message of reconciliation and redemption. But there's more. And this is what I call the the general calling of the believer. That's what we just talked about, the general calling of the believer. But there's also a specific calling of the believer, a calling that God has specifically equipped each one of us for, a calling that is uniquely ours, a calling which, when answered, will energize you and give you a passion and a drive and a satisfaction that can't be found any other way. What is your specific calling? Well, I can't give you a specific answer here, obviously, but I can give you some ideas to help you find it for yourself. Let me ask you, what's your passion? What is it that really gives you a joyous sense of anticipation when you think about doing it? What is it you do that people say, wow, that's really good. That's cool. 
What is it that gives you a deep sense of satisfaction? What is it that when you do it, time just flies by? If you didn't have to make a living, if all your expenses were covered, what would you spend your time doing? What do you do that would benefit others? What do you do that would benefit your church, your fellowship? Make a list of the things that come to mind when you answer these questions. Don't edit the list as ideas come to you. Just put everything down that comes to mind as you think about the answers. Write everything down that comes to your head. And when you have everything listed, you'll most likely find the answer there. Chances are good that when you marry two or three of these things, you'll find your calling. And it could very well be that you just might be the first person in the world to answer that specific call. In my case, I taught for many years in several different churches, Sunday school, Bible studies, etc. Well, then I fell in love with technology and computers, and I brought that passion to my church. And then podcasting came along, and everything I'd done up to that point came together. I've already told you about this calling a couple of episodes again when I talked about how I came to this and who I am. In my case, to, the, to me, this still blows me away, and it brings tears to my eyes. I was the first person in the world to do a Christian podcast not based on repurposed church sermons. I was the first guy to sit down and say, I'm going to create a podcast that talks about Jesus for people that are curious about the God question and don't want to hear a lot of Christian mumbo-jumbo. God had been preparing me for 50 years for this calling. So don't worry if you haven't found yours quite yet. Just continue to do the task at hand that he's given you now. And as you faithfully fulfill every day's work, you are being formed into the perfect tool that God will one day pick up and say, I have a very special mission for you, one that I've been preparing you for. Hmm. When that happens, it blows you away. One thing about a calling is that if you are truly called, you are going to be passionate about it. I just ran a total on the total number of shows in the Lifespring Family podcasts, and including this show, there are 612 episodes. <laughs> I shudder to think how many hours that represents, but it hasn't seemed like work at all. It's been a joy, and I feel like I'm just getting started. Many of you have been kind enough to let me know through emails and voicemails that something that I've said has encouraged you or caused you to investigate this man named Jesus more fully, and some of you have even decided to believe in him partly because of God working through me as I do this calling that he made me for. If you follow the calling that God has given you, I promise that he'll bless you. I have no doubt. Now, life won't magically become trouble-free, but you will have a purpose and a drive that you may have never experienced. And chances are good that you'll see many less days of depression.
That's Carmen Tyler. I wanted to play Carmen's music today because this last weekend here in the United States was Labor Day weekend. And as usual, we had lots and lots of family over here at the house. We had nieces and nephews and moms and dads and brothers and sisters and on and on and on. We had some friends. The youth pastor of our church came by with his new wife and just had a great time. You know, we, we did the grill thing, we did the pool thing, and had lots of fun. But in addition to all of that, Carmen Tyler and her mom came by and spent the day with us as well. And I have to tell you, Carmen is as sweet in person as she appears to be on all the podcasts that you probably heard her on. And uh, she's as uh, even more beautiful in person than her pictures are, and uh, just was a joy. Those of you that listen to the LifeSpring Family Bible, got a real treat. You got to hear Carmen uh, reading the scriptures this last week. Uh, she was a guest reader for me one day. So we had a great time. Now, if you'd like to see some pictures of Carmen at her at, at the house here, you can uh, go to the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com. I'll have some pictures posted there, and I'm also posting the pictures over on the Flickr site. But um, I encourage you to do that. She's a, a sweet gal, and uh, she deserves uh, all of our support and friendship. And of course, in addition to her being here this last weekend, she's going to be with us at the worship service at the Podcast Expo at the end of the month, September 30th. We're going to be meeting at 8 o'clock in Ballroom A. That's the same room that the, the keynote speeches are at. So if you're going to be at the Expo on Sunday, there's no reason to not be there. And I'm, look, I'm going to be looking for you specifically. <laughs> so uh, in addition to Carmen being there, of course, Jimmy Bratcher is going to be singing and he's going to be preaching. And I'm trying desperately to get my son Matthew to come and uh, play either guitar or bass or something like that with Carmen as she sings for us. So, uh, yeah, you're going to want to be there. Now, this last week, there was a brand new social network that uh, tried to get off the ground. And if you received an email that looked like it was from me for this social network called Ketchup, 
it wasn't me that sent it. You probably already know that by now, but uh, just in case you're not as um, connected or as uh, in tune with what's happening in the social networking uh, part of the internets, uh, you need to know that. That was not me that sent that. The way that worked was I had received a uh, an invitation from a well-respected and well-known uh, uh, podcaster. I thought it was anyway. It said, uh, so-and-so has sent you this invitation. And so I went to check it out. Part of the registration process was they said, we can look at your Gmail and see which of your friends are already on Ketchup. Would you like us to do that? And I said, sure, go ahead and do that. Well, when I did that, what they did was they hijacked all of the contacts that I have in on my contact list in Gmail and anybody else that I have ever corresponded with using Gmail. And every single one of them, every single one of you, if you've uh, corresponded with me, uh, got one of those invitations. Please know that it was not me that sent them. I did not authorize the uh, invitation to go out. As a matter of fact, there was one place that said, uh, do you want us to go ahead and invite them? And I said, no, not now. I'll do it later. There was a button that I think had that... Uh, um, that option. So that brings me to the next point, which is kind of a sub point of this, and that's social networks. There have gotten to be so many of them that I think that what I'm going to do is just concentrate on the three that I'm most active in right now. And unless something really fantastic comes along that uh, usurps one of these, I'm going to stay with Twitter and with MySpace and with Facebook. Now, there's also a, a, a Christian social network that I'm sort of dabbling with and I uh, might possibly get more active there, but uh, that's it. Uh, the new ones that come along, they're just kind of Johnny-come-latelys as far as I'm concerned, and uh, unless they have some brand new technology that just uh, blows everybody out of the water, that's going to be it. And the likelihood that I personally will send you an invitation to a social network is relatively low. If uh, I'm going to want to invite you to a social network, I'll send you an email and it's going to be just, just a plain old Email, it won't be with all the, 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 the flash and the Ajax and everything else that uh, some of these things uh, come with. So if you get an invitation from me, it's going to be a plain old email. Say, hey, you know, I'm Steve, and maybe what we should do is have a password. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. But uh, so that's what's going on. If you got a catch up uh, invitation, it wasn't me, and I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Okay, for my dad. Uh, my dad is, is doing better. He's able to get up uh, out of his hospital bed. Uh, for those that don't know, my dad uh, broke his hip. And uh, so he's, he's healing nicely as far as the body is concerned. And uh, my mom tells, talks to me about how he's not eating and, and etc. But I'm not so sure that's necessarily true. Um, as you know, my mom has uh, early stages of Alzheimer's. And uh, when she gets an idea in her head, it, it's really difficult to, to change that idea. So um, when when we visited a couple of days ago, his spirits were good, and so, you know, I just continue to pray for Dad's healing and continue to pray, if you would, for Mom's, the brain, the uh, the Alzheimer's. And so that's what's going on there. Uh, the computer contest. I've had lots and lots of entries, but your chances are still great. Especially if you, can, you know, compare it to, you know, the odds in, in, in most contests. And also, especially if you participate in more than one entry method. Now, there are several different entry methods for the drawing for this computer that I'm giving away. You can write reviews at the iTunes Music Store. You can complete the survey that is on my website. Uh, let's see. You can um, record the story of your spiritual journey, which no one has done yet. So, you know, you get lots of uh, entries for that. 
you can answer the Bible trivia questions that uh, are on each of the LifeSpring shows, and you can re- record a promo for one of the shows on the LifeSpring family of podcasts. Uh, for all the details, go to the show notes page at LifeSpringPodcast.com, and at the very top of the right margin, you'll see a thing that says, Win a Computer from LifeSpring. This is not some cheesy ad. Find out how. Just click on the Find Out How link, and uh, you will be taken to that page that uh, tells you all about how you can win a computer. There's a picture, a couple of pictures of the computer on the page there. And it's really a very, very, very cool computer. Why am I getting rid of it? Because it was donated to me by a very good friend for this very purpose. To have a drawing and just to create some fun and some buzz and everything else for the LifeSpring show. The computer's an AMD Athlon 64 Dual Core 5000 Plus, uh, 2.60 gigahertz, 2 gigs of RAM. About a 250 gig hard drive. It's got Windows Vista Ultimate, including, of course, the Media Center. And this is a Media Center computer. So uh, you're not going to want to just let this opportunity go by to win this thing. All the all the rules and everything else are on the show notes page, or the link is on the show notes page. And so don't forget that. Do that. You'll be sorry if you could have won it and you didn't. Your odds are very, very good. It's not like, you know, tens of thousands of people are entering to win this thing. So your odds are great. Get involved. Do it. And here is your Bible trivia question for today. It's often referred to as the oldest continually inhabited city in the world. It's been mentioned 60 times in the Old and New Testaments, and this city is the modern capital of Syria and has been important since before the time of Abraham. Paul was on his way here when Jesus appeared to him. What is the city? Now that's an easy one for you. Okay, remember, you can email me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com and the toll-free listener comment line is just waiting for you at 877-433-9091. Call me. I'm picking up the call as far as the cost goes, so give me a call. Tell me what you think. Remember, Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. It doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus asks you this, who do you say that I am? Life Springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. Check out all the other shows in the LifeSpring family of podcasts at lifespringpodcast.com. I'll see you next time. May God bless you richly. I'm Steve Webb. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast. The best and the brightest served up daily by the sharpest minds in content delivery, Podshow and Limelight. 